things theology, all things theology, we chop it up properly, without an apology, gotta give that theology to God, hollow because this is how we do it at all things theology. Hey, grace and peace, grace and peace saints, welcome back to another episode of all things theology, where I'm your host K-Dub, and today we're going to talk about Mike Todd, but before we get into that, I have, I don't want to say a promotion, but man, this isn't just regular water though. This is not regular water. And no, we promote clean drinking around here. All right. <laughs> don't even think that's what I'm doing while discussing theology. Mm. This here is a new electrolyte drink my wife brought me. Some may be asking, are you dehydrated? What's going on? Well, let me tell you a quick story before we get into the show. Um, me and my wife are celebrating eight years today. Eight years of marriage, man. You know, when before I became a Christian, this is what I would have said to marriage. Boy, ain't no way, boy. Boy, ain't no way, boy. Or something like this. No, 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 no. You know, I had no desire to get married until I became a Christian and I saw healthy godly marriages but yes we are celebrating eight years and tomorrow we be, we, we will be going to uh birmingham we'll be in the atlanta area stay tuned if you want to do a meetup yeah we're gonna do a meetup stay tuned that's why you gotta watch to the end of the show we'll get more details on that but yeah eight years man but back to the electrolytes <laughs> why am i celebrating why am i drinking electrolytes you know they say if you really want to hydrate yourself, you have to start about two days earlier. And my wife is going to bring me through the ringer. You know, when I go on vacation, I'm like, ah, let's relax. But when my wife goes on vacation, boy, she wants to go everywhere. And I'm like, man. Boy, ain't no way, boy. Boy, ain't no way, You know, boy. I'm like. Wait a minute. Who are you? I'm like, give me a break. You know, and I thought that would be a great segue until today's show. What do you mean? Speaking of being in the ringer, speaking of being exhausted and needing electrolytes, right? Mm. I listened to Mike Todd explain the Easter program, you know, and I was like, what's going on here? Right? What gas lighting, right? What the straw man, you know, what's going on? More gas lighting. So let me tell you how I first saw this, right? Because otherwise I wouldn't have uh, saw this. I was, I was in here before church and uh, I'm looking on YouTube and lo and behold, Transformation Church video pops up as a uh, recommendation. They're live. And I'm like, ah, let me see what's going on. You know, probably nothing. Right. <laughs> Lo and behold, I see Mike Todd explaining the Easter program. I said, let me screen record this. Otherwise, it'll be gone. You know, because they they record their whole five hour church service. Right. <laughs> uh, some of you will get that joke. They record their whole five hour church service. And then they only upload. They uh, upload the sermon. OK. And so I was like, well, if I don't do this, then I'm not going to not going to see it. Right. And so I screen recorded it, got it, and I was like, I'll respond later. And so that's my intro. How do you guys like it? 
I'm trying to think of pithy ways to segue and introduct, uh, introduce the, uh, you know, the topic at hand. But yeah, that's what we're going to be t- discussing today. Mike Todd's gaslighting. And if we have some extra time, we will discuss. I'll have you guys send me videos and we'll discuss deliverance ministries. Okay. So if we have enough time, we'll do that. I got one at hand that I definitely want to play if we get to that. But yeah, you guys know how I do. Let's let's get into this. Let's see what's going on at Transformation Church. All right. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. Is it okay if I'm hot just for one second, real quick? The enemy has been trying to convince me for two and a half weeks to vacate my spot. So the enemy has, has, has been trying to convince Mike Todd to vacate his spot, right, as a pastor. And, right, I've given full thoughts on why he actually should. It's, let's, it's, let's be honest, Mike Todd, it, it's, it's not the enemy. It's God's word. But let's, let's hear the reasoning why. This is supposedly the enemy. And believe the lies of people who don't know me. I, can I be honest, y'all? Can I? And he's going to hinge a lot of the critique based on this, right? We don't know him. Therefore, we're really not able to critique him. Even though he's going to provide a critique for literally thousands of people he doesn't know. <laughs> this is the, the irony, right? Um. I don't have to know you to know that your theology is not biblical. Where, where is that in the Bible? Where is that in the Bible? Now, I have to know you to know hidden things, right? I don't know your personality. I don't know who you truly are. But who you teach, what you, sorry, what you teach. Someone said in that case, the enemy is lying. <laughs> I love it. I love it. In that case, um, yes, if, if. You know, if you have to get some get to know someone to know they're a false teacher, I mean, I mean, man, you can't label really any people really false teacher except your friends, maybe family members. I mean, guess what? People at his own church wouldn't even be able to label him that, right? <laughs> Does it work the other way that I have to get to know you to know you're a man of God? See, they they don't they don't they'll never allow someone to say, "Hold on, you can't call me a man of God. You don't know me yet," right? It's only when you call them a false teacher. Mm. And can we humble, open, and transparent? I've had people tell me that I was a false prophet. I've had people tell me that I serve the devil. I've had people tell me that I'm not fit to be a father. <laughs> well, let's deal with a few of those things, right? He, he said uh, false prophet, you know, worshiping or serving the devil. And he's not fit to be a father. Let's deal with the first one, right? False prophet. In the sense that you're a false prophet because you have false biblical teaching. You know, we dealt with the Miles Monroe stuff. Um, yeah, you are a false prophet. And I would say by virtue, yes, you are serving the devil because, I mean, you are you would be a, if you are a false prophet, yeah, you are of Satan. Um, let's deal with the last one. Now, I haven't heard anyone say that he's not fit to be a father you aren't fit to be a pastor, but I mean, I, I haven't heard that. I don't know how he deals with his kids. I, I I mean, that's irrelevant to me. He can be the best dad in the world. I'll give him that. Um, I'll give him that title or award if he wants it. 
that's never been my critique. I've listened to numerous videos and I've never heard anyone say Mike Todd isn't fit to be a father. So I don't know where he's getting that. I mean, maybe somebody said it. Sure. I, I don't know. But yeah, this is just victimization, right? This is just feel bad for Mike Todd. And that's what you're going to hear a lot of this. Feel bad for Mike Todd. Woe is Mike Todd for he has been called a false prophet. I've had people who prophesied over me, rebuke me publicly and never text me. Hey, give me your number, bro. We can chop it up. <laughs> um, yeah, you gave a you gave a unbiblical Easter service. Yeah, it drew a lot of attention from people you don't know. So I'm 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 guessing this this part right here is um I'm to like people who knows knows him personally, who has his number, right? I guess there's a lot of people who knew him, um, but he did not, they didn't give him a call, right? Fair enough. I mean, it, you know, but again, you, you're not, you're, you're not actually a victim in this. Um, and yeah, it's, this is just playing on people's emotions and guys, it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. Never call me, never pull up. I'll pull up. When their ministry needed help. We were there. Did y'all hear that? When their ministry needed help, I, we were there. So apparently, <laughs> this is the uh, quid pro quo relationship, right? Mike Todd apparently wants to have. You know, hey, I did something for you, so you can't call me out publicly, right? This is how manipulators operate. And actually, this is like a cult tendency where the leader does something for you. You ever met people like this? They gave you money, right? You were in a tough spot, right? Not You could have even paid them back. And <laughs> they'll still remind you that they helped you out, right? They'll still remind you. This is that. This is why I, I, I'm very weary of, of getting help from people. Um, because there are people who operate like this. And this is apparently how Mike Todd operates with churches who's, who's he, whom he's helped, right? He's helped them so... How dare you call me out publicly on, on biblical stuff I've done? How dare you? Right? This is not how the body of Christ operates. You know, they're more, he's more offended that they called him out publicly than the very nature of his actual uh, doctrine, right? Of his false teachings, of the actual play, might I add. Very cultish. When stepping on me in this church could give them some views, they took the opportunity to gain three more followers. <laughs> Look at the gaslighting. Look at the King Petty, right? That's what you need to call the next sermon title. Not King Dumb or King Numb, but King Petty, because that's what you are acting as. They took an opportunity to get some, some views and three more followers, right? He's taking shots at people. Notice what he's doing. The motivation Mike Todd inserts into people is they can never be actually concerned from the content that was produced. He inserts that they must have done it to get views. Not that they were actually genuinely concerned. Right? That they were doing it for views. My goodness, man. I mean, <laughs> uh, just importing people's, uh, impugning their motives, right? Impugning their motives that they were doing it for views and uh, subscribers. 
Why can't they be genuinely concerned about this stuff? Why, why, why is this the only motive? Right? Why is this the only motive? And again, Mike Todd, you don't know everybody. So by your own logic, how can you actually say this? Yeah, this is this is a king deflection. I'm going to just add that to every word I say. King, right? King deflection from uh, King Petty here. I can't be this real. Somebody's going to cut this up too and make it say something that it didn't say. No, we're going to play all of it, all of what you said. Right? There's no need to cut it up because this is already bad. I mean, I mean, how, how can you just justify this? We're going to be real. Well, be real biblical. I mean, being real is not a compliment. You know, you ever hear these people, oh, this is real talk. Okay. May your real talk be real biblical. You know, people, people, be careful of people who, who, who disguise their uh, um, sin as just being real, right? Or barbershop talk. This is just real talk right here. This is how grown men talk. Again, your talk should, as a Christian pastor, I'm not a ad, should come from what the Bible's saying. Yeah, he says, I love the cut up part comment. I played the whole thing and y'all took mine down. <laughs> I didn't just give clips. Remember, y'all took my sermon down or my, my analysis of the play down because I played all of it. So don't give me that. Well, they just want to cut up clips talk, right? I just want to let you know that we serve a God who is a keeper. That scripture that says he will keep your mind in perfect peace. Uh, if you would stay your mind on him. The enemy has tried to rob me of sleep. What was just said? Again, this is um, creating an emotion. This See, this is why... You know, when people want to, you know, manipulate, oftentimes it's done with music. You know, you know, you play you play some soft music and you. You know, you talk like this and, and then you ramp it up a little bit, you know, you, you bring people, you, you mess with people's emotion. This is a very uh, psychological tool that many, many people do use to stir people's emotions because a, a music is a very powerful tool. Right. The enemy tried to, you know, I got to keep my mind. What does that have to do with the play? What what does what is what what was just said have to do with people actually critiquing unbiblical parts of the Easter program? Nothing. N nothing 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 at all. <laughs> so it's like it's actually irrelevant. This is actually irrelevant to people critiquing you. Right? Again, address the issue actually at hand that people were critiquing you on. But let's hear more. But then I started to look at the ministry of Jesus. Now, before I play this part, I know people are going to be you're, you're pausing it too much. I, I want to qualify what's going to be said. Because Mike Todd is about to compare himself to Christ. Now, 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 here's now there are comparisons to the Christian life. To Jesus' life. But notice, let's keep in context this, right? Let's keep this in context. Mike Todd just gave a, a Easter program that twisted up the biblical story, 
had women twerking and talking about their fat men's fatties. Let's let's keep in context of what the play was about or the play shared. The father being confused. Right. And now he's about to make some comparison to the life of Jesus as if that's as if we're about to hear a comparable. Um, um, yeah, as if this is comparable. Right. But let's see what he says about him and Jesus. Right. Because um. I had to go back to my example. I said, I'm not trying to prove nothing to nobody. God, you the one gave me ransom. I didn't want ransom. You God did not give you that play, bro. <laughs> Notice God's the one that gave him ransom. I didn't want ransom. I can guarantee God didn't give you ransom. God didn't give you that play. No way. Not my God. Not the God of the Bible. He didn't give you that play. Don't blame God for twerking and talking about men's fatties and partying in hell. That's not that's not of God. God would have got the biblical story right. The, the play would have been if God gave it to you. You know. Boy, ain't no way, boy. Boy, ain't no way, boy. My God would have take you to the Greek. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> this is just strange and bizarre that he's now saying, well, I didn't want the play. God's the one that gave it to him. So get, here's the issue. So if you actually have a problem with the play, right, <laughs> what's the what's the obvious conclusion? If you have a problem in the play, you got to go to God because you have a problem with him. That's absurd, Mike Todd. That's absurd. This is like your buddy Tim Ross saying, God told me to cuss. That's absurd. And don't get don't worry, we'll hear from Tim Ross in a second. And I don't know anything demonic that got 629 people saved. I don't I don't know. I don't know anything demonic that got 620, you know, odd people saved. Now Mormons would claim the same thing that, hey, they've had a revival converts Jehovah's Witness. Again, these people have professed to be saved. Sure. Let's see what their life like is in a year. You know what? Two months. Five years. Let's see where their life is. This is actually not how you do a valid ministry. Well, a lot of people said they wanted Jesus. Therefore, my ministry is not wrong. What I did was not wrong. That's absurd. That will justify any false preaching or teaching or, or action, right? Can you imagine a, a pastor does something so unbiblical, right? He, he uh, beats his own wife, but he has a mega church. And he's like, God gave me this. 630 people got saved last week. That would be absurd, Right? That doesn't justify the play. That doesn't justify what you what you gave. Not God, right? Again, again, th this is extreme uh, manipulation. <laughs> but when I was looking at the ministry of oh, hold on a second, hold on a second. Um, I, I just thought of something. Hold on, before he goes in that. I'm thinking of a biblical story you have in John 6, right? Hundreds of people. So if the, if, if the validity of how many people got saved 
is a is a valid argument, then the thousands of people leaving Jesus would that now condemn his ministry? Don't count converts to demonstrate if your ministry is valid or not. Jeremiah didn't see one convert, yet he was a true prophet. Do not count converts. Again, that doesn't determine anything. First of all, it's not you who's saving people anyway. And you can't take credit for something if you say God gave you the play. Hold on a second. I just thought of that. <laughs> Wait, did God give you the play or was it your play that brought them to salvation? I thought God gave it to you. But when I was looking at the ministry of Jesus, there were two things that elevated and spread the kingdom. It was miracles and it was accusations and persecution. Those are the only two things that that allowed the message to go. He would What about the gospel, Mike Todd? I mean, I thought it was the gospel that spread the kingdom. I mean, Jesus actually rebuked those who sought for uh, signs and wonders. An evil generation seeks for signs and wonders, Mike Todd. My, the, <laughs> again, it is it, we fundamentally have a different understanding of how the kingdom works. Right. And no one is persecuting you, my guy. You're being critiqued for a false doctrine. You're being critiqued for a false doctrine, Mike Todd. Not. This is not persecution. <laughs> this is not persecution at all. You know, again, a, a common cult tactic. I've been studying cults lately and they're they're. Uh, their tendencies and characteristics is any pushback is deemed as, you know, persecution to, to the movement. Right. Right. So that when you push back on them, that this is the form of persecution. Look, look guys, just cause someone's talking, um, saying they disagree with you. That's not persecution. That's not persecution. Now persecution can be verbal, right? Uh, oftentimes it's obviously physical and, you know, taking away rights but um people disagreeing with your play is not persecution i i don't know where you got that from but let's continue come in and do miracles and and then people would be like yo jerome y'all know jerome who couldn't see he can see now y'all know carla that didn't have a hand she has a hand now and people would go telling the miracles and then there was another group of people would be like but he did it on the wrong day. Mike Todd, let's be, let's be, let me be frank with you. I don't care what day you did that play on. It's still bad. You could have did it on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't care what day, what hour it was done. That's not what, see, this isn't even comparable. We're not critiquing the day it was done on. We're critiquing the actual content of the play. Right? To, to make this, I, I wouldn't even feel comfortable comparing myself in this level, in this manner. Yeah, like someone said, there's no miracles going on at TC anyway. I, I didn't see one person critiquing and saying, man, if this was done on a Monday, I wouldn't have had no problem. But Sunday, no way.
I mean, obviously it, it was a church service, but again, I my critique was largely the the content of play. This this is this is actually a uh, this is a red herring. This is not actually he's not actually dealing with the content of what people are saying they had problems with. And, and, and I don't know if he got clearance to do that. And so it was the two dynamics. I don't care if you got clearance to do that. You didn't get clearance by God. God didn't clear the play. I don't care if anybody in your church staff uh, cleared that. God wasn't. That allowed the kingdom to be forcefully advanced. It wasn't the kingdom, man. And I don't know, it was somewhere around Monday that I told God, thank you for considering me and this church worthy to walk in the same level <laughs> of miracles and adversity that you do. Everybody wants the miracles. Now, I, I wish he would, and I don't know if he does, but he didn't finish that sentence, right? I wish he would have finished that sentence. He says, thank you for considering me or us, the church, worthy of walking in the same level of miracles. Let, 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 me, let me make sure. Bring me in this church worthy. To walk in the same level <laughs> of miracles and adversity. And as adversity. Given what he said before, I think what he was about to say was thank you for giving us the same level of you know miracles and adversity as Jesus. That's I mean, that would only make sense given that's what he was talking, that's who he was comparing himself to, right? Now, this I'm not being exact here, so I mean, he could say he could say, well, no, I didn't say it. I wasn't meaning that. But that's the, that's who he's just comparing himself to. Right. Jesus Christ. Right. Um, let's say he was saying that. Let's go with that for a second. What miracle did that Easter play have on the level of Jesus or anything in the Bible or persecution? Right? It's not even comparable. That play wouldn't have. Uh, I mean, it, it, it wouldn't have been worth mentioning. In the Bible, maybe uh, maybe uh, Jude would have, maybe First Peter, you know, someone would have would have mentioned it as something not to exhibit as the church. But no, you are not walking in the same manner, worthiness of of Jesus' miracles and and adversity. I need that. I need that Matt Chandler clip. You're not Jesus, right? <laughs> That you do. Everybody wants the miracles. But nobody wants the backlash. Today, I just want to come. This is for my church. Let me be very clear before somebody cuts this up. For my church. For the people who get their soul fed here. I want to say thank you. For being a church that believes in the vision. Rides with your pastor. And is able to see heaven come down to earth. I just want to thank you for uh, believing in the vision. And that is the transformation church vision who rides with your pastor. Right. Um, 
<laughs> and and wants to see, you know, heaven come down to earth. Let's be honest. That play was something came to earth, but it was not God's kingdom. It was not heaven. There's also another kingdom. I'll let you guys make the connection. Again, could the church um, rocking and riding with their pastor Despite the level of unbiblical doctrine and and just blasphemous stuff in that film, it's not a good sign. It's not a good sign. I mean, these are just yes men. These are just false converts just willing to rock with anything their pastor says. And I've seen the level of justification for all this stuff. And, you know, I've gotten to the point where Mike Todd can do anything and you will have hundreds of people defending it. I mean, this guy got in a bed with a mannequin and was and talking about sex from a stage and people were defending it, defending it. Mike Todd could literally walk on stage in his underwear and people would be like, you don't know the context. <laughs> As if I need the context for that. Right. Someone said he meant thank you for tithing. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just absurd the level of. And you know what this shows? This shows that people really do not know their Bibles. If you know your Bible. There is no way you can justify what happened on that play. No way. Right? This is what you say if you read the Bible. Boy, ain't no way, boy. Boy, ain't no way, boy. And as my pastor said, make sure you guys go follow him if you want sound biblical teaching and doctrine. To be sure, Satan has his own pastors with a vision to feed fellow goats. Yeah, Satan has his own kingdom. He has his own pastors, his apostles, his evangelists, right? Satan mimics the kingdom of God, and surely he has his own elect, right? Satanically, if you speak, you know what I mean? He has his own prophets, right? Absolutely. And so the fact that they're willing to ride with you, no matter how bad the doctrine is, is not a good sign. It's actually judgment upon them. Thank you. Thank you. So, Bree, I told the team, I said, people are going to vote with their attendance. They're going to vote with their with their giving they're gonna vote with all of the things they're gonna unfollow they're gonna do all this other stuff I said the only way we lose is if we stop obeying God you know what have been a great way to obey God especially on Easter Sunday if that's what if you chose the priest of resurrection on Easter Sunday you know what have been a great way to demonstrate that actually preach the resurrection I mean you know share what Christ did there's no need to Hollywood up what God has given. That's what God has given, not your play. You know, I was very blessed at my uh, church, We, you know, on our Easter Resurrection Sunday where, man, the benefits of Christ was explained. There is no way, if you, if you were an unbeliever stepping into our church, you would clearly know what Christ has done. And matter of fact, the wrath that is on your head if you do not repent Repentance was taught. Faith in Christ was taught. The great exchange was, was taught. The righteous standard of God was taught. What was, very little of that was actually communicated in the play. 
And the play literally followed the life of demons around. Go and watch that play. It's literally a story about demons. And yeah, they got defeated. You know, and just because you slap Christ on at the five minutes of that play does not make it a Christian play. I mean, yeah, you got that right. I mean, you don't get kudos for getting it right. The rest of it, a majority of it was, was yes, was pure blasphemy. Success is not followers, mentions, Instagram. Success is obedience. Yes, but that play was not a sign of obedience. If it's just four of us in here, we gonna rock this thing till the wheels fall off. The fact that I'm standing up here, you're looking at a miracle. The enemy tried to throw all the hell at You want to know the miracle at Transformation Church? It's Mike Todd. He is the miracle on par with Jesus. This guy is blasphemous, guys. This is why I warn people. And there are literally thousands, if not millions of people who like Mike Todd. Why do I go after Mike Todd? It's because he is a false prophet. He doesn't live too far from me. He doesn't live too far, relatively speaking. But this is what he's captivated. Man, I would love to be at Transformation Church or talk to a member, just actually preach the gospel to them fully for the first time. Because these people more than likely have never heard it. And that's the sad thing about this. Is that they are goats who are being entertained by the, the chief goat, right? The chief pastor who's a goat himself. Mike Todd, you're, you are not the miracle. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I hear you. At this play, I don't want to see any more Easter plays. Just teach me the word. I hear you. <laughs> Very few Easter plays actually are, like, <laughs> beneficial. Yeah, and if only four people showed up, he would be so upset. He, I mean, I, I'm not going to make exceptions, but, yeah, <laughs> let's keep going. Uh, yeah, and, and here's the hype part to stir people's hearts and emotions, right? But I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now, we will stand and do what God has called us to do. If you like it, fine. If you don't, fine. But we will be found faithful. You're looking at a miracle. I dare you to get all your faith and say it out loud. Say, You're looking at a miracle. We're going to do what God called us to do, somebody. You're looking at a miracle. We will be called to be faithful. Yes. But I've heard much of Mike Todd's preaching to know that is not faithful preaching. It is not faithful preaching. It is not explaining the text. Much of Mike Todd's preaching is reading a Bible verse, jumping out of that and talking, doing TED Talks on what he wants to do. That is not faithful preaching. That is not exegesis. That is not following the flow of the argument, teaching and explaining God's word properly. You know, I'm, I'm just so thankful to be in a church where we do have faithful ministers. And I'm sure if you're in a faithful church, you feel the same way. Praise God for faithful pastors who explain God's word, who don't need to stir up people's emotions like this. Right? Who can just explain God's word. 
You know, when they preach, they get out of the way. You know, that's what a pastor is. They are speaking on the behalf of God. There is mouthpiece, but they they are they are getting out of the way. They're just the instrument. Right? Someone says, LJ says, thoroughly, you need to really stop mischaracterizing the lust demons, shimming as twerking. If that's twerking, your eyes will fall out if you actually see twerking. So your point is, it's just not as bad as what you see. Okay. What about the talking about men's fatties part? Look, man, any man who wants to see that in church is showing where their heart is. That they're okay with that? They're, they're showing where their heart is. Okay, it was mild, mild twerking. Okay, fine. What's your point? Anyways, back to important stuff. We want to have pastors who explain God's word. Right. But it wasn't over. It wasn't over. Uh, his buddy, his mentor, his friend, Tim Ross, uh, actually preached that sermon and he got. Um, um, <laughs> he says, happy to discuss that greater length, but I prefer your street preaching evangelism content than the daily dose of heresy hunter content. Why not equip the saints in the word to identify what I'm sure you say something else. I don't know. That's because I want to do what all the Bible says. I mean, you guys would have called the Apostle Paul Jesus heresy hunters. I mean, how is doing what the Bible say a heresy hunting? I mean, the Bible says to mark false teaching. Do you do that, sir? How, how, how is me doing this content and then evangelism supposed to be a, a, a uh, I guess, a bad thing on my ministry? Right? That just shows I want to do all what the Bible says. <laughs> The Bible says to do this. Mark false teachers. We don't just we're, Christians. We're not just proclaiming a positive message, but in in our proclamation of the word, we have to defend it. That's what the Bible says to do. Yeah, Adrian, imagine being upset at calling out heresy. You know, you don't just teach your children what to do. You don't just teach your children what to do. You teach them what not to do. This is the last comment I'll respond to. He says, a false prophet preacher is a la Alan Parr approach to biblical exegesis and instruction. This just comes across as, I need more views. Let's roll the heresy hunter content. And, it, and that's always the stuff, right? That's always the stuff. They got to accuse you of doing it for views. And Alan Parr isn't the standard. The Bible is. The Bible is. Mark those who cause the vision. Mark the false teachers. Expose the darkness. See, this is why there's so much false teachers in the church. We have the calling method. No, no, don't call them out. Just preach, just preach what you believe. Just focus on, you know, John 3:16 and just focus on that. Don't, yeah, I know they're saying justification is not by faith. I know they say Jesus isn't God. I know they say that uh God can't intervene in human creation, that that we're actually sovereign and I know they're saying this. I know they're teaching prosperity, but don't call them out. I know they're, I know they're by their message. They're sending people to hell by the droves, by the thousands. I know they're doing that, but we, we can't do that. We're going to appear unloving. Much of the church's false doctrine is because of pragmatism. It's what you appear as to the world. As if the, we're going to stand before the world and be judged on Judgment Day. 
I'm not standing before Alan Parr. I'm not standing before this gentleman. I'm going to stand before God on Judgment Day. And guess what? So is Mike Todd. So is all of us. And we're going to give an account to what the Bible says. They're going to give an account what the Bible says, not, not what, what somebody else said. You know, I just don't think this is a good look. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's a good look to do this. I don't care about your good, what you think is a good look. The God of the universe has spoken and said, this is what we do. You may think it's unloving, but I think it's the most loving thing because God said it is for one to warn people about the destruction they're literally headed to if they believe these wolves. Think about it from a biblical perspective, right? Wolves devour the flock, right? They are seeking to devour and destroy. And God has sent us as, you know, representatives of shepherds, right? Obviously, you have the, the great shepherd, right? Jesus Christ and then pastors, right? To warn the body, avoid these wolves. We don't let you go near the wolves if we love you. And this is a demonstration of my love to those in Transformation Church. To those like AJ, who's willing to defend false teachers. I care about you. You know why? You know why I care and why I'm so passionate? I used to be in garbage like this. When I first got converted, I was in a word of faith quasi church who taught similar, who taught similar doctrines. They just wasn't as big. And I saw how it stunted my growth. To keep, to keep it very crass, I was spiritually um, handicapped. And these churches, if you are actually genuinely saved, won't allow you to grow past a certain level. They keep you stunted. They keep you undiscerning. They keep you starving for God's word. There's no way you're filled in that. There's no way you're filled about a man just talking about himself for much of the sermon. There's no way you're filled by going to a play with ungodly music, talking about men fatties, and then you slap Jesus and, as, and the believer is supposed to be filled and encouraged by that. But praise God that God sends watchmen, that God sends people who love the sheep enough to warn them of the destruction they're headed to. This is why we go evangelize to the world. We're giving them the same admonishment. Don't go there. And guess what? Deception comes in the church as well. Jesus said this. Jesus says this. How much do you have to hate someone to know that this teaching, this doctrine will lead them to hell? And I'm just supposed to not do it because I, I'm, I'm afraid that people will call me a heresy hunter. <laughs> So what? I don't care. Call me a heresy hunter. Amen. Amen. I'll be that. For the gospel's sake. I will do it. Because I, I, I care for those in that church. And I see the level of teaching they're getting. It's not godly. It's not biblical. Yeah, the gate is narrow. The gate is narrow. It's almost like we forget biblical principles 
when we examine the world, when we examine teachings, when we examine stuff, so many people actually don't have a Christian worldview. They have a secular worldview. They just slap Jesus on it. Jesus is not a little of your religion. He is the religion. He is Christianity. And what God's word says, we are to, to apply to our lives. The Bible is the standard. And most people do not actually believe the Bible is sufficient. That's what it gets down to at the end of the day. That's what it gets down to. The sufficiency of scripture. Is the Bible sufficient for all of the Christian life? Yes, it is. So when Mike Todd says something, something else and the Bible says this, we go with the Bible. We go with the Bible. We don't go with pragmatism. We don't go with our feels. None of that. We go with what scripture says. I don't care who it offends. Right. As, also, as, as well, we have to be gracious with it, of course. But if we're, if we're in our conscience being gracious and loving. I, man, I, I can rest assured. Being confident in God's word. Right. I can shake the dust off my feet, so to speak. Right. We go with God's word. So let me get into this next clip. By the way, if you're watching the video, go on and give it a like. Go on and give it a like. Give it a, if you're first time watching, subscribe. Glad to have you here. You know, glad to have you here. We we do this content all the time. Yeah, this this is me freestyling right now. <laughs> Let's hear this. They're gonna know that we are kids. Hold on. I said I was going to be one time, but let me address this. He says, let's compare how many instances in the scripture Paul calls out, goes about calling out false teachers. <laughs> every, you want to know something funny? Every, every book in the New Testament besides one, the book of Philemon deals with false teaching. Every last one of them. It's almost like God is saying <laughs> good doctrine and defending against false doctrine is important, <laughs> you know, but just proclaim the truth. We all in proclaiming the truth. We have to expose the lies. It's not one or the other. It's both. And let's do both. And that's what I'm saying. So this is Tim Ross walking up to, he actually preached a service. He actually didn't say much, but we'll, we'll see what Mike Todd has more to say about all this. Follow me, follow me. Just want to let everybody know something. Um, it matters who you surround yourself with. It does. Almost 13 years ago, this man of God called me from Australia. And I rehearse this story often because I never want to forget how God orchestrated my life. Called me from Australia and said, hey man, I only met you one time, but 
you're, you're messing up my sleep. What's going on? And that was the day I was going to give up ministry. The exact day. I had just told my wife an hour earlier, I'm going to go tell Bishop Gary I quit. And he called me from Australia and talked to me for three, almost three hours. And then he told me, he was like, come to Dallas. I said, you're in Australia. <laughs> and he said, he said, I'll be home on. I'm laughing at all the people saying, that's how you say Philemon. <laughs> it's not Philemon. <laughs> Philemon. It's not like a Jamaican. Tuesday. So let me call my wife. Hung up on the phone for me from Australia. Called his wife. Asked her, was it okay if some random kids came and stayed at their house? And me and Natalie drove to Dallas, pulled up to his house. And for three days, he sat at his dining room table with me and showed me that I wasn't crazy to believe God. I asked him questions, but shouldn't we be going after these type of people? And he would say, I got Bible for that. And when I left that man's house, I knew that I didn't have to pastor like everybody else did. I could no, you, you do have to pastor the way the Bible says, though. That's the that's the issue. You know, you, you know, and, and in this movement, the issue is. Much of their doctrine flows from this private, the private word who God gives them. Right. It's not explaining the Bible. You know, I was, I was uh, you know, doing this and God spoke to me clear as day, kind of like Tim Ross when he said God told him he could cuss. Right. He gave the same thing. Mike says. I didn't want this play. Mike Te uh, Tim Ross says, I didn't want to cuss. God made me do it. God, God told me to do it. Sorry. God's the one who told me this. Signs you shouldn't follow someone is when they tell, some, tell you to do something that God literally says don't do. Right. I don't want to hear God told me unless you got some biblical concept behind it or passage myself and still represent God to the lost and found I was thinking so, sorry right there I, I was thinking about you know because he says represent we are not representing God we are representing God but we are not representing God there was nothing wrong with the first presentation right there's nothing wrong with the first presentation of God we are representing there's a difference between representing and representing. For transformation in Christ publicly, I just want to thank you for calling me, for texting me, for when everybody else is talking about who I am and they don't know me. I thank you for getting on FaceTime and calling me with crust in your eyes. Me being on the toilet, that happened this week. That happened. This, you know when you answer the FaceTime and all they can see is your eyes. What's up, bro? TMI. Thank you for reminding me who I was and who I am before anybody was here to follow. Today, I want to say publicly, I would not be the husband, the leader, the friend, the man of integrity, the, the generous person I am, if I, 
if you wouldn't have called me from Australia. Thank you for your obedience to listen to the Holy Spirit. We had nothing to give. What Holy Spirit? I mean, the one that told him to cuss? The, I, I, again, I can't tell. I can't trust anything that he says the Holy Spirit says, not found in Scripture, right? Because we see what God tells him to do and say, and why should I trust that? You know, again, the fact that Tim Ross stood through you, what's that supposed to do? Well, I mean, so what? He stood with you. Notice what hasn't been done and appealing to scripture to as a justification for this play. Not once have we gone to scripture to justify that. Yeah, yeah, I got you, sis. <laughs> Uh, hold on a second. You know, yeah, you know. Why would you say that? Why would you say that? I mean, we don't really. We want God. See, you you want to know the thing about the Christian? We desire God's word, right? You know, the the Bible says, "Sheep hear His voice." We desire God's word. The sheep want to hear the shepherd on the issue. You know, that's why when people are so giving very little scripture, like when they're preaching a sermon or, you know, to prove their point or no, or they have an aversion. When you ever met people like this, they claim to be Christian. You give the Bible and they have an aversion to it. Yeah, but God told me this out here. Right. Be weary of those people because they are actually running away from the shepherd's voice. You want to hear the shepherd speak? Do you? Read the Bible. Read the Bible. You will never hear a more clearer message from the pages of scripture than anywhere else. I want to hear God's word. Right. Um. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you invested in me. Nobody was looking before a podcast, before a basement. You told me about the basement. This is how we've been living for a decade. And I just want to say, as God has allowed you to become an apostolic oversight here, forget all that. You guys have not watched the full video. Everyone is deceived by the short clips. Now, I know that's what Mike Todd told you to say, but we have watched the full video. We watched the full play. So you're slandering. You're lying. And you don't know what you're talking about. We actually probably watch more of this. You know, I, I do more research than you done. I have watched the full clips of this context of this and the play. And I still think it's trash. Now what? What's your argument now? Thank you for being my friend and mentor. Thank you for being a brother who stands with me in the middle of adversity. And I pray that everybody finds a Tim Ross in your life. And if you can't find one, you better become one. Yeah. I, I would not recommend that. Again, filthy mouth, crude speech is something he 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 does. I, I no, please don't. Please don't. And notice he, I, he 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 condones his friend on that unbiblical play, right? Why, why, why doesn't his, this good, I don't need friends like this and I'm thankful. I mean, my pastor watches my content and if I said something biblical, he would, 
He would call me. You know you're you know you're in trouble when you the first thing you hear from that phone call is, "Hey, brother." You know, that's when the, you know, you know, reform people are serious, you know. <laughs> hey, brother. You know, hey, brother. You got a minute? Oh, man. What did I do? <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> you know, and hey, you and you have to repent if what they're saying is biblical, right? But I don't want friends in my life who will see the damage, who will, hey, trans, it's in the name. I'll say the most unbiblical, blasphemous stuff, and I get people who call me and confirm me in that message. That is not a good friend. You know, I did a short over this, people like this. If you watch the full video and think it's trash, then you sound like a Pharisee. So I have to agree, otherwise I'm a Pharisee. <laughs> that is a foolish argument. You have to agree with me or you're a Pharisee. Now what? Where do we go from here? <laughs> See, I could turn it right back on you. People don't use the term Pharisee in a, in a biblical way. It's just a, I don't like what you said, so you're a Pharisee. You know, I did a little short over that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've all had that phone call. If you're in a biblical church who actually takes sin serious and, you know, yeah, we've had that phone call where brother, sister have called you saying, hey, man, this is what I saw. This is what you did. I, You know, I just want to come to you at love. You need to repent. And you should show humility and repent. And that's what, from what I saw, a lot of people were pushing back on the play because it was unbiblical. There's no partying in hell. God is not a confused. Um. What is my church's YouTube channel? Uh, Heritage Grace uh, Community Church. Hold on. I may have to find it so uh, you guys can. Uh, I'm sure a thousand churches YouTube channel will pop up whenever I do that. Uh, I'm, I'm blessed that you asked, sister. But it's important to be in a biblical church where you have those people around. You know, who, who will, hey, graciously um, call you out and say, hey, look. This hey, it is what it is, man. Repenting of unbiblical doctrine. That is a sin. It is a sin to lie on behalf of God. You know, when the pastor is preaching, they are communicating saying, This is what this say they saith the Lord. Right? You are speaking on behalf of God. And so if you're up there not telling the truth, you're lying on God's behalf. And we don't want to lie on God's behalf, right? And so yeah. Um, we want to be people, um, who, um, yeah, accurately display God's word, not justify sin, not have people who will call us and just pat us on the back, no matter how terrible, uh, our preaching is, how, how, no, how unbiblical it is. We don't need, I, who needs enemies when that's our friends? If these are your friends, my goodness, I would hate to see your enemies, Right. Hate to see your enemies. Um, yeah. Whenever you don't like something, call them a Pharisee. You know, I've, I've seen that by numerous people. I've, you know, I've had the opportunity to call people out who are living in adulterous relationships. You know, clear sin. There's no question about it. Homosexual relationships. Um, all that. Right. You know, generally the response I get is people call me a Pharisee. It, it is just a, a catch-all phrase when you don't like something someone's saying. You know, I did a little short about it, so I think people will, will like it. Because <laughs> it's just like that, right? Uh, 
Here's the difference. I'm coming from Bible. You're just coming from your emotions. And I didn't block you from comedy. I've been commenting this whole time. I'm, I have not done nothing from the commenter. So, so if you said something, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have to receive unbiblical uh, uh, criticism. I, so just because just because someone's giving criticism, they have to demonstrate it. I believe I've demonstrated my criticism biblically. There's again, there's no justification for that play. Someone justifying that shows me they don't know the Bible that well. Yeah, yeah. Or you have a religious spirit. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't apologize. If that's an apology, my goodness. <laughs> my goodness. Uh my goodness, if that is apology, you you don't apologize by gaslighting and, and telling people they're haters and uh, you know they're 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 sending hate towards you. That is not an apology. Where you accuse them, where you throw them under the bus, right? Um. So yeah, so yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Let's transition. If you got, I know I was planning to do a deliverance, do some deliverance videos. If you guys would like that, let me know if that's what y'all want to transition to. Or we can do a Q&A. We can do a Q&A for a bit. Or we can do... I, I got a video ready if y'all want to see. Uh, I think Deliverance Ministries have some of the most ridiculous uh, stuff around. Um, yeah, that was, my, that was my church that I sent in the chat. So, yeah. Um, man, people have most some of the most amazing defenses unbiblical defenses of, of just pure sin we all sin okay we're not justifying it though um, so yeah let's see yeah if y'all would like to so i have a daniel adams um uh, well if you want if you if you you dis, you disagree you, you can demonstrate you can demonstrate playing secular music in church the father being confused, talking about men's fatties. <laughs> okay. Uh, someone said, play the video. Okay. Uh, do I believe the rapture? <laughs> I'm about to lose all these followers I gained. I'm a millennial. I believe that I don't believe that there will be a rapture. Um, Yeah, so I believe I believe the rapture, not in a dispensational way, at least. So when the Bible talks about being caught up, I believe that's hey, when Christ comes, that's it. There's not a seven year tribulation period and then a thousand years after that. Again, talk about eschatology is going to get me in trouble. So I'm about to talk about this deliverance ministries. <laughs> oh, and by the way, if you would like. uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk about little booties. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's see. Yeah, yeah, in one sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> yeah, there's not a literal rapture, and so yeah, um, yeah. Let's look into this deliverance ministry video, okay? You know what? You know who's my favorite, and I say that tongue in cheek. Um, Daniel Adams, because I think he's the worst of them all, because his his videos are such so cringy, so cringy. By the way. If you're wanting me to do a, uh, if you want me to cover a deliverance video, send it in the chat and maybe we can look at it. Maybe we can look at it. So, yeah. 
But yeah, let me uh let me play this. Let's see if this uh <laughs> my goodness, I'm just looking. I, if y'all could just see my screen, man. I, if sometimes you gotta cry to not laugh. Sometimes you gotta cry, but not if you don't laugh, right? Someone said you haven't said one scripture in seven minutes. We said booty twice, and guess who I was quoting? Your boy. And I have been referring to scripture. I mean, okay. Anyways, um, let's see. Let's see Mr. Daniel Adams. Let me put me here. All right, y'all. Y'all going to lose y'all mind. Um, I'll answer these two questions real quick. What do you think about Gino? Say no to Gino. Um, and what does caught up being mean to you? Uh, I believe it's being referred to like the the change of the believer instantly that we will that will happen when Christ comes. Right, we'll be changed in the twinkling of an eye. Right, I love eschatology. I I, I maybe one day I'll talk about some more stuff uh, publicly. Pamela says Daniel Adams is the truth, and y'all will see. All right, Pamela, this one's for you. <laughs> I feel like my, hold on, my DJ is coming out of me. Hey, Pamela, this one is out for you tonight. All right, let's get into it. Hopefully, y'all can hear that. <laughs> what did she say? No. No. Come on, I'm telling you. This demon is, is country. <laughs> okay, let's keep going. Get away from me, bastard! Oh my goodness! Oh poor girl, poor girl. You know what? Look at this guy in the back. He's like, oh man, this is wild. Why does she have a mask on? Anyway, they're doing deliverance ministries, anyways. No. Look at my brother back Jesus there. Jesus Christ is Lord. You do know that, right? Every knee bows, every tongue confesses. You will live pretty good. You will not live pretty anymore. Not you get silent. So she's like talking real low. It's like real low. I don't want to blast y'all's ears by turning it up. So he calls out the demon and the demon is rejection demon. <laughs> That's interesting. I, the, these, these deliverance ministries know too many demons. Let's be real. Yes. <laughs> I like this comment. He says, hold on. Uh, he said, how long till she drops? You just know it's coming, right? I haven't even watched this full video. You just know it's coming. Hey, why would the demon be going to the cross? I mean... I don't know. I, I don't think. <laughs> hey, like, ain't this cool? 
Praise the Lord. We finally hit the, hit the land and we hit a gold mine here. Right. Come back. Now. Oh, this is a real spirit right here. Come on. Oh, Brittany's going to be so free after this. Come here. Come on. Come on. I want you close. Feel close. Come on. You want to fight? You're tough. You're tough. Huh? Are you strong? You think you can beat me? Lizzie taught into taught in the demon. Are you strong? Are you strong? You tough? You think you can beat me? <laughs> a real demon? Yes. Notice he notice he's appealing to him. Like just the strength he has. Like where where is any of this in the Bible where the where the apostles were like torm like like uh talking trash on the demon like they're about to go play a basketball game? Like this is this is Guys, if you believe this is deliverance, I really feel sorry. Thank you for being here. He's telling the demon to come fight him. You know, he was in his greater than you, right? Oh, what's wrong? Thought you were going to fight me. Listen to me. You know the rules. You know the rules. You got it. Swipe or no swiping. You got to get out. You know the rules. You know the rules in the spirit realm. But you ain't no more. It's over. It's done. You're not going to Okay. So your spirit stops. I can't hear this demon. Divorce you from the life. In the mighty name of Jesus, I command that marriage of the spirit to be broken by the power of Jesus Christ. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to touch her on the head, and you're going to leave her body once and for all. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, Did she, did she cuss? And you're going to leave her body once and for all. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. All the trauma is... I can't tell, but it sure sounds like it. I, maybe she just screamed the first thing that popped to her head. Man, this is crazy. This is sad. Leaving. Everything's leaving her. Holy Ghost. Daniel Adams, we've already established that the foie can't work, doesn't work. So, yeah, I I thought I heard that that he's that she was saying that the a demon was raping her. I I thought I heard that. Um, man. Oh, my God. 
Did y'all see that force field in front of Daniel Adams? <laughs> it's like she couldn't touch him. People free. You're not going to Get the trash can. Get the trash can. You knew it. You knew it was coming. many times in my life but this one was a little bit unique like i couldn't so she's she constantly gets demons she says she had it many times but th this was unique control my body i don't know if that makes sense i'm not here to i just want to say honestly i'm not here to offend anybody who doesn't believe in these demons whatever i'm not here to argue i just pray that god can show you in the way you need to be known in his timing not my timing for you to understand so i want to live for jesus that's all until the day i die so and Adam, I'm sorry if I yelled at you or hurt you. I hope I didn't know what they told <laughs> oh. me. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. Was it you or the demon? Let, let us know. Yeah, it's, this is sad, y'all, because, yeah, man, let me, let me tell y'all, man, a Christian can't get a demon, man. Christian, if you have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit does not share residency with a demon. That is blasphemous teaching. Um. That is that is terrible. Um, very terrible. If y'all have any more, I might play this uh, video that someone sent me. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, let me see. Did they send it to? All right. I might play this. If y'all don't have anything to send me, I might play. Do y'all remember? Do y'all remember our good friend? What's his name? Ty Jackson. Some of you guys may have remember Ty Jackson. Ty Jackson, you remember? Hold on, wait. <laughs> hold on a second. Hold on. I gotta show y'all this for for guys who don't know uh, Ty Jackson. I gotta send y'all this. I got I gotta show y'all this. This is about the. Uh, let me see. This is this is this was maybe my funny favorite clip from last year. Okay, let me, uh, sorry for the live. I didn't have this plan. I did not have this plan. <laughs> uh, let's see. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, here we go. Here we go. This may be my favorite clip of all time. Okay. All right. Y'all ready? Do y'all remember Mr. Ty Jackson? I see Cephas members Ty Jackson. Um... Yeah, let's let's uh let's 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 play this. This this is some interesting stuff. And he's and he's vast, by the way. The father, he is vast. He is huge. He is wide. He is tall. He is at the least fifteen mi uh, fifteen hundred miles high at the least. <laughs> Yo, I like this. Your arms too short to box with God. Literally. <laughs> Literally to see his form because he takes up all of heaven the universe he's not fat but he is huge what bro what are you talking about man crowd in heaven he's crowding the earth how are we going to be in heaven if god's filled the heaven with his body of the earth that's because the lamb was slain by the foundation 
of the earth. We just had to catch up to it. I'm done, y'all. <laughs> I'm about to quit. I'm about to quit, man. Bro, when the word of God isn't sufficient, fable. Yo, that was that was probably the uh, the strangest video that I ever reviewed was Marcus Rogers and Will the Thrill Jackson uh, talking about God in the, the most strangest way. That that video should that video will probably be a uh, should be researched on <laughs> the strangest theologies and stuff like that. But so, someone, I get the strangest emails. Someone sent me a, uh, sounds like a WWE intro. <laughs> someone sent me another video of him. I don't follow him. I, I rarely see his video, but someone sent me a Facebook reel and we just got to see this. Okay. You guys ready? Oh, hold on worship song playing in your spirit you're not even listening to it so so he's asking the question have you ever heard a worship song playing in your spirit i'm, I'm assuming he I, I don't even know how to what that means i guess he's saying it's like in the background but you um you know you're not really listening to the song so check this out i'm gonna give you a life hack when you hear a worship this is a life hack <laughs> song continuously playing in your spirit and you hear it in your head and in your mind that's god calling you to listen to that during one of my heaven experiences i learned that so that what bro what are you talking about man wait a minute who are you during one of your heavenly experiences you were told that <laughs> Who needs the Bible when you can go straight to it, straight to heaven? You know, poor us. We're just reading the Bible. You're getting you're getting downloads from heaven, literally. That's gonna open a portal above you and within you. So the next time you hear a worship song a, playing, a portal in you. What in the new age stuff am I hearing? Hey, who man's is this? This is extreme new age. Go close the door, turn the lights off, turn on that worship song. Hold on a second. I got to sit there for that. Some of you throwbackers, some of you all things theology, you know, you've been here for a while, know about this. Turn off the lights. <laughs> I will not be able to hear that song again <laughs> and turn on the lights and not think of Ty Jackson. Thank you. Thank you very much. So he's saying whenever you hear a worship song in your spirit, Close the door. Turn off the lights. Right? You know? Uh, yeah. And worship until the Lord lets you get out of it. So you're trapped in worship. Um, not able to get out until God takes you out. I, oh, my goodness. I, <laughs> so I said melodies from heaven. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> literally, God's not letting you out till he's done with you worshiping. All right. And that'll open up a brand new part of you and God will do a work with you. I bet. Because that is God's invitation to worship. And he's picking the song. Well, yeah, but what if it's not a worship song? What if it's a song from the enemy? The enemy copies God. It's the same thing. The enemy plays a song in your ear. He wants you to go listen to it and boom, now you're listening to his music and it puts you in a bad predicament to open a satanic portal over you. All right. So keep that in mind. If you like content like this, 
follow for more. The final few days of this month, my wife and I are doing a detailed class on spiritual warfare. The oh deadline is actually very soon. We're going to be teaching on how the enemy attacks you in your sleep. We're going to be teaching sleep paralysis, new age. But it's like it just reminds me of new uh, Miss Cleo. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah, I, I got you, sis. I got you. Hold on, hold on. Where are we at? Jingle bells, jingle bells. I'm not going to hell. You know what I'm saying? Man, who needs the Bible when you have will, right? He's just a walking revelation. He's he's the Bible on audio, right? Audio Bible, literally. I mean, he's just going to heaven and getting all this, right? <laughs> so now we, yeah, we are definitely unfollowing. We're we're not paying a subscription to hear about being trapped in a room with the music, right? Um, strange stuff indeed. <laughs> Strange stuff indeed. If y'all have anything to send me, hopefully it's not three hours long unless you have a timestamp. I'm willing to look at it. Live interaction with K-Dub or we can do a Q&A, whichever uh, floats your boat. Someone sent me a video that was an hour long and I'm like, I ain't going to be able to do that on the show. Um, but it was some new age stuff too. Um, <laughs> Stephen says, I miss Marcus Rogers. <laughs> oh, that cracked me up, man. You know, that's what I think about Marcus, man. Every time I'm like, I'm not going to say anything about him. He does something extremely wild, right? Extremely wild, right? And so it is what it is. Um, <laughs> is my boy Dear Woke Christian still in here? I'm going to have to uh, message him and tell him to join the live. Cause uh, we uh, we're gonna do a little meetup in the Atlanta area if y'all want to do that. <laughs> so y'all are funny, man. <laughs> so, Elias said I had that jingle bell sound by my head at work. Was catching myself singing out loud. It's catchy, right? I will give Marcus Rogers that. It is very catchy. I like that. That is my favorite soundbite of his. I mean, I'll give him that. <laughs> uh. Man, let me let me see if um she says deliverance is for Christians. D demons need to be cast out. They just don't up disappear when you become a believer. Yes, they do. The Bible says nowhere uh you cannot share the the residency with a spirit, the Holy Spirit and a demon. Matthew chapter 12, very clear. Um he said, "Let's look at some leg growers." Hey, send me something, man. Send me something. Let me let me uh email email Dear World Christian, see if he'll join. My my guy, he's setting up all this. I'm gonna say, can you join the the live? Let's see if he responds. He's usually pretty quick about um about coming on. So yeah. Yeah, man, so these deliverance guys are pretty, pretty wild, man. Um, I, I don't, <laughs> it's, it's so fake. You're like, how do people actually believe this? Like I said, Daniel Adams is uh, definitely the, the, uh, the worst. How about Bethel growing toes? I did do a video on that. Their toe grow miracle. <laughs> Sounds like a formula or a potion for some, uh, <laughs> hair grow hey, you need hair grow i got the toe grow <laughs> the toe grow was pretty crazy 
How do you preach the gospel to the deaf and mute? I mean, they can they can read, right? <laughs> yeah, they can read. Braille. Um Hold on, let me uh turn on. Let me see if he emails me back. I'll I'll have uh Dear World Christian join me. We'll 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 uh we'll cut up for a bit. Let me see. Dear World Christian. Let me see if he'll join me for a second. Uh let's see. Yeah, sounds like infomercial for sure, right? Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> Is sinning having a demon? No. The Bible never says if you sin once, you have a demon. No. I mean, cuz if that's the case, you can never get rid of your demons, right? Because Christians will sin to the day of uh glorification. If that's the case, you actually can't get rid of a demon. So, no, sin is not a demon. Um, Art says he would join. What do you want to talk about, Art? What do you want to talk about? I know you're my you're, you're my biggest fan over here. <laughs> uh, look up Joshua Selman. Let's see what I can find on this guy. Joshua Selman. Oh my goodness, he has four hour long videos. <laughs> this guy preaches longer than Mike Todd. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Oh, seeing tithing. Interesting. Yeah, as my wife says, yeah, you can blame you can blame a demon for your sin and not take your own responsibility. Exactly. Do I believe in divine interactions from God, like visions in your sleep? No, no. Give me the Bible. Give me the Bible. I got something better than your divine interactions. <laughs> more sure, a more sure word. More sure words. So, yeah. Man, I, I, I use my phone as a camera, so now I can't use my phone up to call uh, Dear World Christian. Let me see. Let me see if, if I can. Hold on. I actually think I can hold on. Do you cast out demons? I don't have the gift. Nope, I'll preach the gospel. You you cast out demons, I'll preach the gospel, okay? You can get I'll get people saved while you just get rid of their demon while they're still in sin. So yeah. Um What are your thoughts on Gino Jennings, false teacher? You know, I have some videos that I want to get to on uh Gino. I just been covering other stuff. So yeah. Oh, woke. Hey, dear woke. Uh, I just sent you an email. I sent you an email. We're gonna make our announcement for uh Friday. Um, so yeah, we'll make our announcement for Friday. Right, let's let's have a special guest come on, a friend of the channel and the show, of course. Uh, bro, get a camera. It's six hundred bucks. Hey, if you would like to make a donation donation to All Things Theology, we gladly accept. <laughs> Ooh, I will gladly accept your your six hundred dollar donation for a camera. <laughs> uh, do I believe an unbeliever can be possessed? Absolutely, absolutely. Unbelievers can be possessed. Um, uh, 
bunch. Let's see. Michael Orokpo. I have never heard of that guy. I am not a fan of David Lynn. It's it's a lot of the charismatic stuff. Um, yeah, just not a fan. Um, uh, he believes you can lose your salvation. I don't. I I, I just I, I have some theological issues. I'm not saying he's not a believer. I don't know enough about him. But yeah. Uh, so yeah. Let's see. Oh really? Oh really? Uh. Interesting. Should be an interesting show. Hey, bro, dear world Christian. Hey, answer your email, bro. I I sent you a link if you can join. Hold on, mate. Let me check my email. Maybe you said you can't join. Nothing but uh, Experian emails and and fake sponsorships trying to get me to scam me. That's it. That's all I got. What just makes him... um, a false preacher. Well, he preaches a false gospel. He says salvation is by faith and works. He he denies the triune God. So, yeah, there's numerous things. Have you heard of Truth Unedited? That sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. Hmm. So, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Let's see. It's, it's always brothers running on, uh, yeah, yeah. Experian is the demon. Yeah. It's always brothers running on CP time, man. Um, let's see if dear woke Christian will join. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Let's see. Gino's pretty funny though. I'll, I'll give Gino that. <laughs> Brothers, do we believe in the Trinity? No. Do we believe the Trinity? <laughs> Diane, great that you are here. New to the channel. So do I believe in once saved, always saved? Uh, it depends what you mean. If you mean someone just profess, professes faith and then they just go on and live however they want, then no. I prefer the term eternal security. If a believer has genuinely come to Christ, if they have genuinely come to Christ, uh, they will not fall away and they will endure to the end. That they are, are as John, as Jesus said in John 10, 27 to 28, um, no one can, uh, if, G, if we're in the hand of God, right, we cannot be snatched away. We cannot be lost. So, yeah. So hopefully that clarifies things. I'll see. Well, that's your feeling, so, okay. Uh, let's see. Um. <laughs> hey, check your email. I sent you a link. I sent you a link. I know if I send it in here, I'll have 400 people trying to join. <laughs> All right. So, I'm no longer sitting in a chat. What is the point of casting out demons from unbelievers? If they don't choose to live righteously, they will continue to have a legal right to stay. That's why you preach the gospel, Yana. <laughs> yeah, getting a demon rid of you, yeah, it is sufficient to save you. you preach the gospel. That's why I place uh, the term Bible isn't in the Bible. So what's your point? Hmm? <laughs> so, okay. 
Therefore, we got to reject the Bible since the Bible isn't in the Bible, right? I guess according to art. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And Adrian, that begs the question that Christians need demons to cast out. So still doesn't prove the premise. Alrighty. Wait, that's wrong. Say. Hey, hey, hey <laughs> Hold my, on. Man, my man is in traffic. I'm in traffic, man. I'm doing this for y'all, man. Where am I at? <laughs> Why not mess the camera? You are got the uh man, hey bro. That, that I don't know if I'm gonna have to go to Atlanta, man. This Atlanta traffic don't look godly. <laughs> I don't know if I. What's it's up, y'all? Y'all, y'all are live on the All Things Theology. Kate up true. What, what would you like to say to the people? What's going on, good people? How y'all doing, man? <laughs> Kate up. That video was out of control, man. Oh, that dog on Michael Todd. But hey, that Daniel Adams, man. Yeah. What in the world? I, <laughs> That's I, like some B-rated. <laughs> That's like some kung fu theater stuff going on, man. Seriously, man. So let's tell the people, man. Friday, what are we doing, man? Friday, this Friday. All right. So, so this Friday, uh, you and your wife are coming from Birmingham. So myself, April, Rick, hopefully Alton Johnson, and a couple of others. I know several have um, RSVP'd that we're going to be meeting up at Taco Mac. Um, in Douglasville. If you email me at dearwokec at gmail.com, I'll send you the address and make sure you're there. We're going to do that at seven o'clock and just have a good time, man. Yeah. Have some wings, have a lot of laughs, maybe do a live stream. <laughs> I don't know why it's called Taco Mac. Oh, here's President Firstborn. Why is it called Taco Mac? Don't ask me. I, 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 I'm not from there. <laughs> I'm not from there. I don't know. I went to my first Taco Mac the other day. And hey, you had a good time, though. You had a good time at Taco Man. That, that girl's crazy. Anyway, we're gonna have a good time. Whether President Firstborn likes it or not, I don't know. But um, oh, that's right. She's got prom. I'm sorry, I forgot about that. But um, yeah. But the rest of us will be having a good time hanging out. That's what we're gonna be doing. We probably have some fresca. <laughs> some frescas. You know, <laughs> some absolutely. Waterloo something. I don't that's know. Right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So if you are in the Atlanta area on Friday, Birmingham. Um, yeah. Yeah, Birmingham area. Come out to Douglasville, Georgia to Taco Mac at 7 p.m. We're going to be having yes. a good time. Uh, it will be a, a great conversation. Great, great, a hey, great fellowship, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And so there are a couple surprise guests that have not confirmed. So I don't want to throw it on, throw, uh -oh. a, uh, throw it on the bus yet. But hey, who knows? Come on yeah. out. Come hey, on out. Who knows? So if you're in the area, come on. For Come sure, on. for sure. So we will, we would love to have you. We would love to see you in person. Uh, that's that's one of my favorite things um, to to fellowship with people in person. I got the opportunity to see Jason in person, and we had a good time, man. We had a great time. We had yeah, a great time. I, I, I won't I, bring my brother this time. I, I, I was about to say, <laughs> I don't know if someone else did. I wasn't going to mention any names <laughs> or relations, but we had a great time. We had a ball. We had a ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. that's going to be good stuff, though. Absolutely. So if you're again, if you're in the area, come out, hang with us, come fellowship. Like I said, we may live stream. So it'll be a great opportunity. And so yeah. I'm excited for it. For sure, man. I'm looking forward to meeting all of y'all. So, yeah. hey, let's do it. See y'all yeah. this Friday. Absolutely, man. God bless you, bro. Bless you, man. Be good. All right. You too. Take care. So, yeah. Yeah. Come out and hang with us if you're in the Atlanta area. Um, 
yeah, we w- I would love to fellowship with you. Uh, converse. Again, also, my album's about to drop. Uh, May 3rd. Yeah, yeah. May, <laughs> May 3rd. If you like the intro music, if you like the... Hold on. If you like this... All things theology. All things theology. We chop it up properly. Without an apology. Gotta get that theology to God. Hollow because this is how we do it at All Things Theology. It is not just a theme song for the podcast that will be on the album, along with other, along with other songs. And so, kdubtrue.com, you can pre-order the album, you can stay, uh, you know, yeah, stay stay with the ministry, all that. So yeah, kdubtrue.com, follow me on my socials, follow the Facebook page. I'm trying to get the Facebook page. As a matter of fact, let me, if you are a friend of the show. Hold on. If you are a friend of the show, keep messing up. <laughs> Follow the Facebook page. Let's see. Yeah, follow the Facebook page. My brother, Mario, is in the building. Yes, yes. It is a song, bro. You will be able to purchase the album. Uh, yes, that will be on the album. Check it out. What about Christ cleaning me up? Absolutely. That's going to be on the album. It's not Christ we need you. You know, I got to tell my seasoned saints. It's not Christ we need you. It is Christ we clean. Christ cleaned us up. <laughs> I had to tell some uh, seasoned saints, as I like to call them. But uh, yeah, if you're watching, go ahead and like the, the Facebook page. You you know, I, I do a lot of posts and stuff on there. Um, Check it out. Check it out. Like I said, I want to get the Facebook page, uh, a little more traction, things like that. I want to do more things over there as well. Yes, if you love, if you love me, if you love my wife, you know, listen to my wife. Pre-order the album, kateuptrue.com. Said Womb War is fire. It's sad, but fire. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my whole life has been a lie. <laughs> uh I have not checked it out yet. So I'm about to, again, I'll be on vacation. Uh, I might check it out on the road. I got nine, nine to 10 hours on the road. So I might check out some stuff. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you guys are funny. You guys are funny. Yeah, we. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, so like I said, if you're in the Atlanta area, come come meet me. Come fellowship. Let's have a good time. Um, I definitely want to do more open-air preaching videos. A lot of people seem to be encouraged by it. So I'll do want to do more evangelism and apologetic stuff. That's where I first started doing. That's how I really first started getting on YouTube. You look at my older videos. A lot of it was like apologetics, open-air preaching videos. And so, yeah, um, definitely want to do more stuff like that. And so... I'm hoping I win this appeal for the uh, Easter play. Um, so, yeah. Said, uh, react, yeah, reactivate the Spotify. But, hey, it's on Apple, iTunes, uh, all that. So, yeah. What age did you discover Reformed Theology? How long ago? I've been Reformed two years now. So, I ain't going to tell you how old I am, uh, but I'm in my 30s. I discovered Reformed Theology around 21. So, 10 plus years. Soledad Gloria, my brother. My wife said, we're not listening to heresy on the road. 
I hope in the futures I'll do more meetups. Yeah, yeah, I would love to do more meetups, uh, especially if I do like uh, more speaking engagements. If I start doing like shows, start people, people, if people start booking me for shows for the album, yeah, I'll definitely have to do meetups and stuff like that. And so, um, yeah, I definitely would love to do meetups. I want to go to Florida, man. I, I, I like Florida. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, why do I believe in the rapture? Well, I don't believe the Bible speaks of a rapture, essentially. He says, more evangelism, apologetics, less heresy hunter videos. How about I'll do what I feel called to do? How about that? <laughs> I'll do that. Um, yeah, let's see what else. He hasn't reached out yet. Not that I'm aware of. But yeah, I, I, I love to do. Um, funny enough. The heresy hunting videos are an extension of apologetic videos. So, yeah. He said, where the stash go? Am I missing something? <laughs> so I cut it down because, again, I'm, I'm about to grow my beard out because I'm about to go on vacation. And so um, I'm going to grow my beard out. I'll have a little nice beard by then. By, by Friday, my beard will be nice. <laughs> uh, my, my face hair grows pretty fast, man. So, yeah, I, I trimmed the stash down for that reason. But don't worry. The stash will be back. It will be back. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah, man. So, again, tonight, tonight, I told you guys when I opened this up that today is me and my wife's, me and my wife's eight-year anniversary, you know? It wasn't me who 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 uh you know endured this as it was long. You know who it was? God did. God. God gets all the glory. Right? And so we're gonna go out tonight, celebrate, have a nice dinner. Y'all know me. I like to have the steak. Um and so uh we'll we'll do that. Do you believe baptism saved? Depends what you mean. Water baptism? No. Spiritual baptism? Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to go out and celebrate, so we'll have a good time. Pastor, praise the Lord. He's, you know what? He's thinking about becoming reformed. He, I, I last I heard, he has been coming into sound doctrine. And so, <laughs> he, you know, he might, he might be on the way. I've been ministering to him a lot. And so we'll see what happens. And so, <laughs> yeah, eight years. Can you believe it? You know, they say seven years that hump. You know, that some people, many people like don't make it over seven years. Right? It's sad that there's a lot of divorce in our country, not a lot of uh, healthy marriages. Um, where are we getting steak from? We're getting steak. We are getting steak from uh, Del Frisco. <laughs> Del Frisco. Uh, way above my budget. But hey, I only have an anniversary once a year, right? A, 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 a wedding anniversary, that is. So. Gonna treat my wife out nice. She deserves it. She has been great this year. Very supportive. Guys, man. Guys, man. If it wasn't for my wife. Boy, ain't no way, boy. Boy, ain't no way, boy. A lot of kudos. A lot of kudos. Um, uh, is to be dedicated to my wife. It's a, a lot of the reason why I'm so free to do this. Uh, she, she, she allows this with no pushback to go and do my videos, do, do, do this ministry. She supports me, encourages. And so, man, if it wasn't for my wife, um, what, yeah, I would, wouldn't be able to do this. So man, you guys should be thanking, thanking God for her. Right. 
said i want to hear my my take on the rapture yeah one day i'll have to one day so uh uh mrs curls i'll call you that um i i've done some videos on eschatology which you can check out if you type in like eschatology on my channel or rapture i'm sure that'll come up um but yeah i would love to maybe maybe one day we can do that for my little Patreon hangout, membership hangout, yeah. How did you know to start a channel, YouTube channel? Man, for me, I was just uh, passionate about uh, apologetics. Funny enough, it was open-air preaching and doing videos against the Black Hebrew Israelites in my earlier time where I first started doing um, YouTube content uh, and also music. But I, I was really uh, wanting to do teaching, and I wasn't seeing a lot out there. And man, through this, I've met some good brothers. I remember uh, first started meeting uh, Rick Caldwell, um, April Chapman, Dearwell Christian, and some of these content creators who we kind of formed a bond and and uh, accountability even. And so, so yeah, man, um, that's what I I just I just wanted to encourage others. Man, it was really nothing grand about it. It wasn't. I never thought I would be near what I'm near 20,000 now subs, man. That's crazy to me. Like to me, that's like, you know, I, I never thought this would happen. And so, I mean, just the other day I was open air preaching and some dude was like, Hey, is this you? And he showed a picture of me. I was like, this is insane. And so, yeah. Uh, shout out to the wife, man. Oh, by the way, Ju and June 3rd, also the album's coming out, but June 3rd, if you're in the Dallas area, you got to come out to the show. I'll provide more details about that. Um, probably in a couple weeks, but yeah. So kdubtrue.com, man. Go on, go on and show your boy some love. Go on and show your boy some love, man. Doing good work, man. You guys are doing good work too, man. I, I I see you get engaging in the comments. I see you engaging in the chat, man. A lot of it is encouraging to my soul. Uh, you guys are a mutual encouragement. That's why I want to do meetups, man. I would love to go to different cities do different shows, uh, speaking engagements, and meeting you guys would actually be uh, the benefit, man. That would be the joy. Um, I'm reminded of what Rome, uh, Paul says in Romans 1.12 about being of mutual encouragement, man, and that is the fellowship of the saints and what it's about. And so, man, meeting you guys would be like meeting celebrities, man, because I finally get to hear you guys and, <laughs> you know, and so, yeah, Um Wow. Wow. Look at this. Anthony Y says, I was led here from your first disagreement with young Don. Been here ever since. Appreciate you and your work. Sole Deo Gloria. Amen, bro. Amen. Look at that. A disagreement led to a, a subscriber and, and benefiting from the content. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Will I ever touch on African, uh, especially Nigerian preach? I've done a little, but hey, man, send me some um, send me some uh, content. I would love to help. Uh, you know, navigate that because, man, I know, I mean, African is just swamped with so much false teaching, man. It breaks my heart. So, bro, send me some content. I would love to do it. What is a great way to become a better apologist? A couple ways. Knowing God's word. <laughs> That's there's no like there's no protein shake, no, no steroid. Right. For becoming a better, better apologist. It's God's word Two, engaging in conversation like going out there and engaging folks. It's, I mean, that's, man, that's when I f first became a Christian, I, uh, I joined the local church. That was so helpful for me. I was actually putting myself that out there to have 
challenging conversations where I would be like, man, I don't know the answer. I go look it up. It caused me to go study and also listening to great apologies as well. Grace and peace, my sis, standard of truth podcast. I, I'm blessed. I'm honored, sis. I'm honored. Go to sub to standard of truth podcast if you're watching. Um, Let's see. Uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you know if God is telling you to do something? Man, well, one, I, I believe first and foremost, uh, other people will confirm something in you. Uh, it'll be through the word. If people see you have a teaching gift, maybe others will encourage, encourage you. If you want to start a YouTube channel, just do it, you know, and God will make it known if that's for you or not. You desire to teach? Motive's in the right place? Hey, start a channel. Not hard. It's like picking out a car. Which one do you like? <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need a new audiobook re recommended. Man, I don't read a lot of... I don't <laughs> read. I don't hear listen to a lot of... I like... I, I'm, I'm old school, man. I like the... I want to feel that print, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh I, I like I like that book. It's just easier for me. Um but man, book recommendations I would give right now. So book I'm reading is uh Two Thousand Years of Christ uh Power by Nick Needham. It's a church history book. If you like church history, if you like church history, you will enjoy it. But man, I, I got I got a I got a decent amount of books. I, I I like to read. My wife loves to read. My wife is a bookworm, y'all. I don't know anybody who reads more than her. Um, yeah, yeah, I like physical books. Nothing nothing better than that that new book smell, you know. When you've paid, when you bought too many books from Amazon, now you and your your wife got a little discussion about the Amazon bill, right? <laughs> Just kidding. That never happens, right? But you like smell that book and she's like, okay, okay. You know, you thought you was about jingle to. Jingle bells, jingle bells. I'm not going to hell. You know what I'm saying? He paid it all except these Amazon books, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing better than that new smell. See, Ken, you don't have that on Kindle. You don't have that on Kindle. And so I enjoy uh uh physical books physical books nothing better than that man nothing better than that so yeah guys it was great great talking with you today great talking to you all today i am about to end today's stream go celebrate go celebrate yeah yeah we'll love to come to florida man uh love to come to florida um yeah so Great talking with you guys. We will chat next week. Also, keep subscribing, man. Like the video if you're watching. Uh, like the video if you if you like the content, right? But we will gather probably for a live next week. Till the next time. Y'all know how we do it here at All Things Theology. Grace and peace, y'all. Grace and peace. Hey, till the next time, y'all. Grace and peace.